Hey everybody, John here. No ad this week. Instead, we're going to pay tribute to a friend. As some of you may have seen the news this week, we lost a member of the Blocked Party family, the Canadian comedy family, just the the comedy family in general. Uh, Nick Nemiroff passed away this week at the age of 32. He was a a very funny stand-up comedian, but more than that, he was an amazing person. If you took time out of your week this week to read the tributes to Nick, all of them are true. He really was just a, a, a an amazing guy, a genuine guy, a gentle guy, an honest guy, a great friend. There's really no one who would have met Nick and walked away with a negative impression. He just was so gracious to everybody. And given how funny he was, he didn't have to be. I mean, truly in, in our business, sometimes being as good as he was at comedy, you know, sort of can allow you to you know, maybe not be the nicest person. And instead, Nick was really the nicest person that you could hope to meet. And he appeared on our show three times. He was so memorable on this show each time. We always loved having him on the show. And we just wanted to send out our condolences to his friends, his family, the whole comedy community. It is a huge loss and a profound loss. And we're going to miss Nick a great deal. And we wanted to pay tribute to him by thinking about one of the best block tales we ever had on this show, episode 50, Nick's first appearance on this show. It's funny, we were talking leading up to it. Oh, it's episode 50. You know, should we do something special? It's a nice round number. And Nick happened to be in town. And I said to Stefan, I said, you know what? Nick might not be Tony Hawk or, you know, other people we might think of for, you know, a big anniversary episode, but our listeners are going to love him. And And they did. It was really cool to see the outpouring from the block party community this week about Nick and how many people really became a fan of Nick through this show. And and he deserved it all. And so this is one of the best block tales ever. He recorded a special for Comedy Central and they posted it on Facebook. And as people do, they commented on it on Facebook. And one of those people was Nick. (laughs) He got involved in the comments and it was uh, one of the one of the highlights in this show's nearly 200 block tales. And we're going to hear that right now. And then, hold on. I'm going to try to find them on my phone. I have like the, the best of the best in here. <laughs> uh, some of his jokes are gold, but man, I do not like his delivery of them. No, you privately messaged me. You love the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> some of it was funny, but the repetitive comments got old. No, the repetitive comments were new. <laughs> I meant him always repeatedly saying thank you for laughing at the joke. Oh, KK. No, those parts were new to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, heard all these jokes before from all tax. No, you haven't. <laughs> Awful. What the fuck happened to Comedy Central? I would pay not to have to go to this guy's show. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you, you would pay. Uh, I really didn't find him funny. He was really funny. Nope. You DM me. You thought he was hilarious. <laughs> I'm an old fart, 71 years old, but no way can I listen that slowly. I thought I was having a medical condition at first. I wrote, I'm 28. <laughs> yeah, right. Where did, I'm, I'm, I have only a few more and I know I've read about 30 no, that's okay. <laughs> Keep it going, yeah, it's great Where do they get these lame asses? I'm not lame ass, I'm cool <laughs> I could do so much better Monotone and boring 
It was vivacious and exciting, in my opinion. <laughs> vivacious. Also, good. I hate that the guy said I could do so much better. I oh, like, I hate that too. Yeah, that... Like, no, you can. You you cannot. Uh, his reply comments aren't funny, and he's not the funniest I've witnessed without watching the video. Just from the comments he left on this post, wrote, "No, the reply comments are funny." <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's like, "Ah, oh, this guy's not funny." I haven't watched the video, but yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure I didn't like this. I'll end with this one. It's official. Anyone can be on Comedy Central now. Or it's not official. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was that's uh, great. And you, so, blo- you, so you ended up having to block people. some of the people. Of those people. Yeah. yeah. And then I also, it's kind of fun on Facebook more so maybe than YouTube because you can you know go to their profile yeah. and see. And there was some um, you know like very, for lack of a better word. Uh, a lot of people there look like they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of also made me maybe feel a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I guess like even on, on Twitter, you don't always get a sense like they, they might have a locked account or even, you know, you only get like an avatar and you're not going to scroll through their whole. I saw the guy today, uh, like a MAGA reply guy or whatever. And it was just like immediately you could like, you could tell this guy's like really dumb. Right. Mm -hmm. His Twitter name was at husband under, underscore 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 dad <laughs> husband dad he's like god damn it husband underscore dad is taken husband underscore underscore dad is taken i just really want that screen that twitter name the husband dad mm-hmm. i wonder how many underscores he would have gone to before to he's get... like ah fuck it okay fine husband father i'll try dad husband <laughs> yeah. yeah that is uh i mean that's great well, i facebook, really it's, it's good with facebook because uh if they if their profile is like open for you to look at they're stupid yeah automatically because exactly. to do that you have to be very stupid <laughs> yeah so if you're actually like able to see their profile pictures their other pictures they're posting all their public shit it's like oh this person's like a huge dumbass for yes sure. it's very uh encouraging i yeah. would say i really hate to like this kind of reminds me of you'll get this when you sort of argue with people on twitter or whatever and i hate the like well i thought you were a comedian like can't oh, you take a joke yeah, you know yeah, or, yeah. aren't you supposed to be funny or and it's like like you called my mom a bitch like what do you like what, what do you that when that shit happens it's so i guess I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, I think it's different for everybody, but it's so like not real. And like these people aren't real basically, yeah, you yeah. know? So if it's like, that's why I think combating it with just like, no, it's like you just give them as stupid of a comment right back. For sure. That yeah. is also not real, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. that whole bit I've seen like, uh, our, our friend CJ has a, does a similar bit on, on Twitter where if he mm-hmm. gets into an argument with someone very stupid, he'll just be like, no, it's not. Yeah, no, exactly. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say that. What are you talking about? And it can go on for like a week. <laughs> yeah. And they'll just be like, you said it. Like, here's a screen grab of you saying it. I didn't say it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love, yeah, not necessarily feeding the trolls, but like trolling the trolls. Yeah. You know? And of course, we would be remiss not playing some of his amazing stand-up comedy for you. He really was a person with the brightest future you could imagine. I think a lot of people have echoed that sentiment this week that the sky was truly limitless for Nick. He had such a unique style and delivery and ability to write jokes that really hasn't been seen in Canada. It's it's a style that is so hard to do and and he made it work and and made it work in in the absolute best possible way and so you're going to hear some of his stand up right now. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you for laughing. <laughs> I meant to say this after every joke, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for laughing. I uh, I did. I didn't. I didn't want to say this, but truthfully, I I, I got um, on the way to the show tonight. I got some pretty um, 
devastating news from the uh, hospital. I found out that found out that my dad has been pronounced dead and just sort of made me think a lot about his life and how hard he worked to raise me and my brother and my my baby sister and you know I just can't believe that um We've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. (laughs) Just kidding. pronounced Howard. (laughs) It's true, I was raised to be Jewish. It's cool, it means that I am a chosen one, according to Hitler. He, he was very specific about that, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you guys what I thought about Hitler, but I'm not a political comedian. <laughs> wish I could tell you, though. <laughs> Sometimes uh, people don't like that Hitler joke. To those people, I just want to say that I wrote another Hitler joke. (laughs) And I hope you like more. (laughs) Hitler was also actually a grammar Nazi. (laughs) He... uh, He killed my grammar. (laughs) And, and also... (laughs) My grammar. That joke, that joke does feel disrespectful. <laughs> but I know if my grandparents could see the smile <laughs> on your guys' faces right now. <laughs> they would do it all over again. <laughs> Nick, rest in peace, my friend, our friend. We love you. We're going to miss you. Yeah.
Uh, Jesse, uh, to start the show, you get to tell me, I start the show by saying, start the party, Dan, and you get to tell me how to say it. Okay. So whenever you're ready. Yeah. Any, any context, an tone of voice, character. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but I say it right now. You say it right now. Well, yeah. you, you tell, you tell John how to say it. Yeah. You tell me how to say it and then I will do it. John, let's hear it Scottish. Oh, oh I like that. All right. I think you can do this. Yeah, I got it's the problem is I don't get like a warm up, you know, no. like all right, here we go. <clears throat> oh, start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. That was pretty good. You know what? Was that good? Yeah. Okay. I think that was good. For, for, for no warm-up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you I wasn't... It. I mean, because, yeah, when you do Marge, you always have to get into, like, a big mm. warm-up thing. Homie. Mm. Oh, Homie. Oh, <laughs> okay, you're getting quicker I at know. it now. I'm getting better at it. That is yeah. good. That's impressive. It's, I've practiced for, like, a year now. Jesse, did you like my Scottish? Was that, was that acceptable? I didn't think either of those were good. <laughs> I didn't think Marge was good or the Scottish was good. Yeah, that's probably yeah, fair. Yeah, I think fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 188. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us, we have a fabulous guest. Uh, he is the founder of Maximum Fun, the host of Bullseye, one of the hosts of Jordan Jesse Go, the bailiff on Judge John Hodgman. The runner of Put It On. I mean, your your resume is very extensive. Jesse Thorne is here. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jesse. What a joy to be here with you. I, how many NBR hosts have you had on the program other than me? Oh. Scott Simon. I mean, you had Scott Simon on, right? No. Melissa Block's been on the show, hasn't she? Oh, yeah. We had, we did a whole Melissa Block. Melissa Block party is what we called it. We yeah. did a couple. Lulu was like a Garcia whole Navarro. Was she on? Uh, I think that email got lost. I think (laughs) think click and clack the Tappet brothers. (laughs) Oh, I don't even know who that is. No, I don't. It's the host of car talk. Tom and Ray Malyazzi. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Well, well, you, Stefan and I are big car guys. No, we're always talking about cars. I mean, you're wearing a sweater for some reason. It's like plus 25 outside. It's like 14 degrees and raining. It is, is it? Yeah. You haven't been outside today. Oh God. (laughs) I'm wearing a basketball Jersey. Stefan's got a sweater on. Yeah. Well, it's Vancouver weather for you. What a disgrace. Yeah. Je- and Jesse, we were talking about your shirt off the hop. You have a beautiful, it's, 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 the, it's written in the font of your classic ice machine, but it says nice. Instead and of yeah, it's like those red letters with the snow on top yeah. of them. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I commented on it before the show, and you said you have some spicy ice machine takes. So are there, do you have pebble ice in pebble Canada? Ice. Oh, yeah, I think so. Like I when feel you like, like when you get it, it's it's, it's like just very like really small, small. Little chunks of ice. Like it's little, little nuggets. It's not chips. It's nuggets. It's little airy little nuggets that you can crunch on. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes. we have that. Yeah, yeah. we just well, we just home. we just got that. So yeah, I yeah. have a home pebble ice machine. So wow, oh I'm not sweating it. So wow. you're pretty serious about this. Okay. Yeah, I'm ice cold. You, uh, it you is think- the best type of ice. Okay. I'm a big ice eater. I always have been. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's the best type of ice for eating by a wide margin. 
Yeah. Um, I can and, see that. Uh, they only started having home pebble ice machines maybe three, four, or five years ago, somewhere in there. Uh, and I thought, I'll, I shouldn't buy one of those. <laughs> that costs hundreds of dollars. And it, you know, you only have so much counter space in your kitchen. You yeah. know, you're trying to decide whether you even should have a microwave or whatever. I'm like, I don't need a pebble ice machine. Then one day I mentioned it on Judge John Hodgman. And Hodgman, while we were recording, went on a popular e commerce website. <laughs> And ordered one sent to my house and showed up at my house. I plugged it in and it's my favorite thing that I've ever owned of any. I love it more than my children. <laughs> like it is spectacular. Okay. So you're getting your money's worth out of it for sure. Yeah. You got to, but you got to make sure guys, if you guys get the pebble ice machine, you got to make sure to run some diluted vinegar through it. Okay. Once every other month or so, or else the works are going to gum up. Right. And that's the last that thing That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, yeah. is this, Jesse, so you say it's the best ice for chewing. Now, is this also a drink ice for you? Is that your preferred drink ice coming out of the pebble ice machine, or is that a different ice? It feels like it would melt faster, possibly. You, yeah. wouldn't, be- you wouldn't believe how great this ice is for drinking. <laughs> you think you're drinking now because you have a can of ginger ale in your hand. Good eye. But but the the real drinking doesn't start until you've got a cup full of pebble ice. And when I say a cup full of pebble ice, bottom to top, tip to tail, let's do the whole nine yards, all iced up, all the way to the top. Your beverage is, is ice cold. It's coming out smooth. And you can crunch the whole time as, <laughs> to your heart's content. Wow. Okay. That's, I mean. I feel like maybe I, we have to. Yeah. I feel like you're in the pocket of Big Pebble and this is your. Well, little Pebble. <laughs> I guess, yeah, Little Pebble. Uh, I mean, this is incredible. I've never even considered. No, it has never crossed my mind. I've, I've, what my I've favorite type been, of ice is. For me, it was the uh, the Crescent ice cubes. That's a good shape. Yeah. You know, those are nice. But, well, but now I'm hearing about the Pebble and I, I, I feel like the Crescent is total dog shit. I think of a Crescent ice cube as rich kid ice because it could come out of a refrigerator ice machine. Right. Yeah. To me, anyone Nailed who it. has it. Now, I want to be clear. I, I just described, I have a high-end freestanding <laughs> ice maker, but I also feel that anyone who has ice that comes out of their refrigerator is a rich kid. Yes. And I don't like them for that yeah. reason. <laughs> I, I would agree with that, I think. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you get, you get the Crescent ice at, at restaurants occasionally too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have... Well, the only ice thing I have at home is just like the classic, the classic ice cube tray. Yeah. And we do also, I think we got one of those ones where it's like the giant ice cube, you know? Like oh, a yeah, circle, like, like a the big glass. circle. The, the sphere. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, which I don't think we've really gotten enough use out of. But yeah, because you're not I'm, like a scotch guy or anything. Like, no, I feel like those are sort of for that. It is, right? I, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe... Maybe it's time to to look into pebble ice. You, I'll say this. I'm Jesse, very convincible. I well, I was gonna say first of all, yes, Stefan is a rich kid. Second of all, he is absolutely the target market for a pebble ice machine. 100%. Like I could just, but see I don't have the counter space. I just don't have the space yeah. for it. How how big is it? Uh, it's. I mean, you're looking at. Uh, 18 inches across and uh, oh, wow. maybe 20 inches deep. Maybe oh. it's a foot across. Okay. Maybe it's a foot across. Oh. So that'll be like 719 metrics. Okay. Wow. That's that's a lot of real estate. That is a lot of real estate. Holy shit. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This so it's just whether gorgeous. it's worth it though. Yeah. What, it's what, beautiful. what it's make is it? Window. Is it like an ice company or is it sort of a like ninja does this kind of thing? This is a GE Opal. Wow, GE Opal. Generates from the people at General Electric. The kind oh folks God. at General what Electric. What a name. 
GE Opal. That's so good. Fuck. Well, I used to have the the microwave that was called the Genius Prestige. <laughs> Yeah. Which, which well. made me feel very uh, good about myself. Okay, we're looking at it right now, and it, I mean, oh it, wow, it this looks, is a, this thing is a machine. It looks really cool. Oh my god, yeah, now, it's fantastic. Now, if I lived in a if I lived in a giant house, I would love to have an industrial sized <laughs> ice machine, the kind where you lift a <laughs> lid and put in a scoop yeah. and just scoop yeah. it. God, I would love that. That I'd feel like a king. Yeah, as you would. Yeah, can I mean, you? But can you make pebble ice in those machines? That's what a norm. That's what a pebble ice machine was. Right. Okay. Un, until they invented the home pebble ice machine, because of the extraordinary demand for people who were going to Sonic drive-ins and other fast food restaurants that had pebble ice. Uh, for me, it was all about going to Pie and Burger in Pasadena, California, uh, where they have pebble ice, uh, and the people wanted home pebble ice. They were they were sick and tired of this. Uh, ice tray bullshit. Yeah, this charade. I am too now. I never yeah, really thought of it, fuck but now this, I'm fuck this propaganda we've been I, dealing with I, all these years. I did see that it had uh, it has Bluetooth. Is there an app involved <laughs> with this? I don't. You don't need. You don't need the app. I, <laughs> okay. I think you. I'm not big on the Internet of Things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but there there is your, an app though. If you if you want it. Yeah. If yeah. you need an app, you can use the app. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have covers on your ice cube trays, or are they wide open? Well, I've uh, unfortunately wide open wow. for me. Yeah. That's pathetic. You have the cover? I've, yeah, I got the cover. Yeah. 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 Have you thought, have you concerned at all about picking up flavors? That's what I would be concerned about. Yeah. I make sure to put it in the same uh, little drawer as all of our seafood. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's going to be the problem. It's going to get yeah. shrimpy. Stefan's like, wow, why is my, why does my Coke taste like shrimp? This is so weird. Yeah. I, I've never. Oh, maybe I've, you should stop putting the ice I, tray I, in with the shrimp. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I'll put it in with the, the ice cream and the mochi. Um, that could help. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never put really any thought into ice before. And now it's like all I'm thinking about. I mean, it has really dominated the convo in a good way. Yeah. Like, I feel really pumped now. Okay. Because the ice ask you machine, this. it looked cool too, is the thing. It, it looked look really cool, cool on your counter. I'll be right? fully it's, honest. It's a, it's a conversation starter, right? Like, yeah. I have a lot of trouble getting conversations started. <laughs> and uh, so a lot of times when someone comes over to my house, I'll, I'll open the door, remain completely silent, beckon them. <laughs> Lead them into the kitchen and then do like a showgirl style yeah, yeah. at my ice machine. They'll say, what a remarkable ice machine. I'll say, well, thank you. It's a little something called, I like to call it breaking the ice. <laughs> <laughs> We're pebbling the ice here. Oh now is, Jesse, can I ask you this? Are you yes. a... Are you an icy slash snow cone fan, or is that to you like sullied ice? Like you just want the pure, the straight stuff? I like, well, I, I'm not crazy about snow cones because the juice goes down in the bottom yeah. and you lose the juice on top. It's not a, it doesn't distribute right. A shave ice, like a nice shave ice where it distributes right is better. And the texture is better too. But I do love an icy, icy brand drink. Uh, and I prefer that to any, I prefer that strongly to uh uh, Slurpee, for example. Yeah. I like the fluffy texture. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like the snow cone, that's been a problem for a long time. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's in a paper it's cone. It's in a paper cone and it all- We really so haven't let moved me, past Let me pitch it. this to you guys. Okay. The upside down snow cone. Problem so, solved. So a shave the ice upside, then. Like a snow pyramid? I suppose so, yeah. 
But like, so it's in a bowl? Uh, no, you, well, so you, okay, I, let me think this through. You Or is this just somebody comes up to you with a snow cone in their hand and then dumps it on your <laughs> that's head? That's kind of, that's sort of what I was picturing, is you're going to be holding yeah. it by the, the snow part of it, not the cone part of it. That's a disaster. But then, then the liquid all goes to the snow part. <laughs> no, it all goes down into <laughs> down your yeah, into your sleeve. <laughs> sure, but then you have to eat it faster. Okay, that's <laughs> look. We're working out the kinks in this. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I well, think if I was you, picturing that you would that you would dump that you would make it, but then you put it in like like you're talking about putting it in sort of a bowl, but then that's kind of how shaved ice. Comes. So that would just be shaved ice, right? Kind of. I mean, yeah. I think so. Okay. I'm look. I'm. If, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I just thought of this idea right. Now. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so tired of going on podcasts and people tell me (laughs) that they've been working an idea for a long time, but it's actually something they just thought of. And I really appreciate your honesty. Of course. Yeah. I I promise you, uh, we've put no thought into anything that's going to occur on today's episode. So (laughs) great news. Me either. (laughs) That's how we roll on blocked party. Now I was going to say too, slurpees. I agree. I used to love a slurpee when I was a kid. And now I would say, Slurpee is very high up on the list of food or drink I can consume that immediately makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, I mean, it's just sugar. I know, but like I eat a lot of sugar. Like I don't quite know why Is it like bad sugar? You know, I think it's just maybe that they never clean the machine. Oh, that could be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, it, it it's the one thing where like really hot day. You're like, I think I want a Slurpee. And then you have a Slurpee and you're like, I don't I didn't want a Slurpee. That's a good point about the machine. Like, I feel like I've been watching Jesse a lot of bar rescue recently. I've gotten back into it. And I feel like if there was actually isn't he a Nazi or something? Uh, <laughs> well, he? Oh, he said workers don't deserve to get paid more. He's, you he's said, keep them hungry. Like he dogs. said some insane stuff and he's on yeah. uh, he's on like Fox business a lot. Like and, you could never. You could never confidently say John Taffer's not a Nazi. Yeah. So there is yeah. that. Yeah. Like we don't know mm-hmm. that he is, but even Stefan would be like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Sure. Whereas like about, I could say about Stefan, well, I know he's not a Nazi, Thank but you. John Taffer, it's never a, it's a great, it's a question. Um, yeah. But I feel like if there was a convenience store rescue, that mm-hmm. would be a huge issue in, yeah. in most episodes of, of that show. If that show existed, the Slurpee machine being all gunked up and nasty mm-hmm. would be a huge yeah. issue for sure. Big well, issue. you got to run some diluted vinegar yeah. through it once in a while, or it's going to gum up the works. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. Well, I, when's, what's the last Slurpee you got? I mean, see, and that's a good question because I was trying to think about it and it honestly, it's got to be two or three years ago okay. because yeah, I had one. I'm very, was it, was it cola flavored? No, I like, uh, I usually like, no, I usually like like a blue raspberry or like, I I like one of the fucked up flavors. Dan is, Dan's shaking his head right now. Like I'm not a, you are wild. (laughs) This is twisted. (laughs) I'm so twisted, man. I get there. I'm like, I didn't know I was coming on a nasty pod. (laughs) You say, did you say blue raspberry? Yeah. Dude, I, dude, you know, raspberries are red unless yeah. you're nasty. <laughs> My raspberries are blue, boys. I don't know what. What are you a freaking sicko? <laughs> Come on, freaking sicko over here. I'm a blue huge, raspberry. I'm a huge sicko. I see people get coke. I'm like, look at this little fucking. I do. I do the coke and sprite mix. Okay. If I'm doing a Slurpee, that sounds horrible. You're mixing coke and sprite. That sounds yeah. awful. Not coke and cherry. No, I guess I should do that, huh? You make alternate <laughs> layers of Coke and cherry unless yeah. you're unless you're some kind of sicko. <laughs> unless you're some kind of blue raspberry sicko I mean, like I, me. I think the big appeal of the Slurpee machine is seeing the tube of goo come out of the hole. 
That is fantastic. (laughs) The knob, uh, there's a lot of pleasure in in grabbing the knob and turning it sideways. You feel like you're operating a submarine. Exactly. Because it also, you have to sort of turn it. It's not just like straight to the side always, right? Because it's like this it's kind of up a little bit or, or mm. it's, it's on an angle, I think, right? Yeah, the way I you're turning up, I'm having up some nearly sexual sensory <laughs> memories here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Well, it I is, wonder if, because like slot machines, you know, used to It's have, a slot machine it, thing, it, I think. But like slot machines now, they, they never have, they don't have the arm anymore, right? Yeah, so I wonder, because we haven't gotten Slurpees for a while, I wonder if Slurpees are now the touchscreen, possibly. Oh. Maybe that's why no one gets them anymore. That must have been like a huge conversation in like in big casino where they were like, Oh, can we afford to take the arms off the machines? Like, I think, I think that's what people liked the most about the machines. And then within a week it was like, Oh no, people just want to, you think that's what they liked the most. I think they were just addicted to gambling. Well, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying is like, I think think they they were were addicted to pulling an arm. No, I don't think they were addicted to that, but I'm saying like, there's a lot that goes my leg. Fuck off. There's a lot that goes into the, you know, the, like the sounds, the lights, the pull it, like to try to get a lot that goes, no, I'm saying to get you sucked into the machine. So I'm saying yeah. the arm pull is part, is part of that of, experience. Okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. So I'm saying I wonder if they were like, oh, it's going to be a big deal to take the arm off. And then, yes, within a week, it was just like, oh, no, these people are just addicted to gambling. Probably, they don't care. Yeah, They'll I just see what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Don't be, <laughs> don't be rude to me. Okay, I'm sorry. God. I do like the, uh, I think one of my favorite things is, uh, I haven't been to a casino for a while, but mm. going in there and seeing the licensed slot machines. Oh uh, yeah, because they're so funny. Mm, yeah, there's like a- I've played. I'm not a gambler. Yeah, and but I was in Las I was in Las Vegas, Nevada, where gambling is legal. Have you guys heard of this Las Vegas, Nevada? I think so. Las Vegas, it's Rings like a, a city. There's a hockey team yeah. there. So yeah, with Stefan and I know yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, San Jose Sharks. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite and, teams. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> I was in Las Vegas, and I wasn't really going to gamble at all because I just don't. Like, I don't know, like, I could imagine playing, like, craps, but I don't really know the rules. Sure. Like, roulette, I could sort of imagine. Again, I don't really know the rules. What am I going to do? Go play poker at a poker table? I'd get my money taken right away? Yeah. So, I wasn't going to do any gambling, but then I walked past an Antiques Roadshow themed. uh, (laughs) And I was like, all right, I'm in. All right, I'm in. You got me. Antiques Roadshow theme? Absolutely. Pump those quarters in. Now, was it like if you get three Ming vases in a row, that was like the bet? Like, was that the sort of branding that you were trying to line up specific versions of antiques? Yeah, I wish it was like one of those branded pinball machines. Yeah. Where you could hear just little clips of the voice of Mark L. Wahlberg, the host of Antiques Roadshow. Maybe you get to hear Nico Lowry, the poster expert from Swan Auction Galleries. <laughs> This is a he very... just goes Toulouse, Re- Toulouse, Lautrec. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the the like most esoteric the show has been. You named a bunch of NPR hosts off the top. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking antiques roadshow hosts. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's good. Like people people who listen to the show need to get less dumb. I think we need to educate our, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. which I I try to do <clears throat> when. I'd like once a year. I'll say this. The last time I went to a casino, I was doing a comedy show at the casino and I saw in the, in the washroom there, 
uh, they they have like signs all over the place, sure. right? That are like, oh, if you're addicted to gambling, because that's probably where you think about it, right? Like you've just lost a shit ton of money, and the then bathroom. you go to like wash your face off or whatever. Holy fuck! Oh I just yeah, lost my <laughs> life like, savings again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the big splash, you know. And then you see the sign on the mirror. Oh, are you addicted to gambling? And one of the signs is really strange because it was it said that if you are self-excluded from gambling or have been excluded for some other reason and you win a jackpot, the jackpot goes to a fund or or like a charity to support... Wait, what? What do you, what do you mean? Why are you confused? What do you mean self-excluded? You can, if you're addicted to gambling, yeah. you can go to the casino and say, don't let me gamble here. But then if you do gamble and win, you don't get the money? Correct. And not only do you well, not That seems get, like a raw deal. Not, well... It gets even worse. Okay. Not only do you not get the money, it goes to a fund for um, like not charity is the wrong word, but for like yeah, so- we hate charity here on block. Exactly. Right? A society that helps people like get over gambling addiction or whatever. Okay. Which is the, that's the worst. Like you love gambling the most and then you win this prize and it goes to help people stop gambling. So you're, you're going in, you're saying, Hey, don't don't, whatever you do, don't let me gamble. Yeah. Then they let you gamble. Yeah. You win like a million dollars. Yeah. You don't get any of it. Correct. And it goes towards helping other people also not gamble. Oh boy. That's like if you won the biggest loser and the money all went to like Weight Watchers or something. Like it would just make no sense. You're like, I love eating the most. I don't want to stop people from doing that. Right. I'm okay. This is, hmm. Maybe. Is, wait, are you arguing that the biggest loser is a celebration of the pleasures of eating? No, that it's, <laughs> that it's not. Like, I, well, no, it's not. But I'm saying like... Y- Theoretically, you. Wait, what ate- was the analogy here? <laughs> oh, I, I was hoping no one was going to make me <laughs> unpack this again. I didn't plan this in advance, so yeah. Um, well, no, I was just saying, like theoretically, right? You you love to eat if you're on the Biggest Loser. That's how they. That happens a lot in the show. They have people deal with like <laughs> people who are addicted sure. to eating or whatever. It's not every person on the show, sure. but a lot of the people on the show, right? So I'm saying, if you won the Biggest Loser, but you didn't get any of the money for winning it, they just gave it away to help other people with like eating addiction. You'd be like, well, yeah. I love eating the most. Why would I want to stop other people from eating? It's the same thing as the gambling thing, mm. but apparently not. Both of this, you seem very, no, I'm trying to... really doesn't make sense. <laughs> I falling. mean, the pieces are really not adding up here. And I honestly think we should maybe even switch to a new topic instead of trying to repair this analogy. Have you guys okay. heard I think of, it's uh, fundamentally broken. Have you heard okay. of Pebble Ice? <laughs> you guys heard of this GE Opal? I actually, I, I can't get over how cool the machine looks though. For real. Yeah. It does look really good. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to know what I have in my ice trays? Yes. Well, I'll ice- give you a hint. It's not, it's not water. Okay. It's ice. It is. Ice. You know why? Don't need it. Don't need what? No, it's not ice. It's frozen. Mmm. It's homemade stock. Stock. Oh, I like that. Okay. If I need a little stock for a recipe, I just pop it out of that ice cube tray, baby. Oh, so, okay. That's smart. Smart. I like that. There Deglazing was a, a pan sauce. Oh. Wow. There was a Shark Tank pitch that went really, they made a shit ton of money from making like giant ice trays specifically to for stock. Stock and soup in, yeah. God. I think they were mm. called Super Cubes. That's a great name too. Yeah. Like spelled like, you know, soup, soup yeah, like yeah, the soup, food, yeah. yeah. So oh. you did, but you just do, you just do like your traditional ice tray, Jesse, just a little, just a little hit of the stock. You know, when I make that stock and I, I make stock, Huge amounts at a time. Okay. Make it in the slow cooker, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of, first of all, save your trimmings, guys. We, I, we like to teach the audience a little something. Well, yeah. two of the three of us like to teach the audience <laughs> a little something on the program. <laughs> save your trimmings. Okay. Save your bones. Put them in a big gallon Ziploc bag in your freezer. 
When they're ready, just dump them in a big stock pot or in your slow cooker. You Then you got stock. Some of it you're going to use for soup, of course. So you put that in big Tupperwares or whatever. You put those in your freezer. Or you make soup right then and there. Uh, and some of it you're going to use for making pan sauces and whatnot. So pour some into the ice cube tray, and then it's ready for you in whatever amount you choose. That's smart. I gotta get. Cool. I gotta I have to get better at cooking to that's even the thing. really get on. You know, you're you're saying things, and I'm like, man, if only. Yeah, John, what do you? Because I I make pizza from scratch, like the dough and everything. Uh-huh. I do that. That's like my thing. Uh-huh. What's your like cooking thing? See, and I don't want to go back down the path of food because I feel like no, my, no, just my stay, busted just, analogies. Just don't make, it, don't make any gonna... analogies. Just no, no okay, analogies. Just just straight up. Yeah. Uh, what do we make? Well, we I'm make a... smoothies, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I like a good smoothie. Sure. Uh, like I make a good salad. I'm a salad guy, so I'll make like a nice salad. Okay. Do you make anything that requires like cooking though? Yeah. Okay. Like gnocchi. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't make. Are the you gnocchi. extruding your own gnocchi? No. No. There's no, no way. I mean, come on. It's I'm not that good. I mean, I'm not. I, but yeah, like I'll make a, a. You know. What do you make like from scratch? Is there any? Oh, nothing. Like bread, cookies. No, no. I oh no, Becca bakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife bakes, but I don't. Uh, no, I, I don't make anything from scratch. Well, there's like a no. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like a dish that we make at home where I make every part of it. No, sure, zero, nothing, things. nothing. Do you make like? Uh... But see, when you make the pizza, do you do your own tomato sauce too? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. So I'm out. I, there's no. <laughs> there's nothing. So you don't do your own sauce for anything? No. Salad dressing. No. Salad dressing. You got it. No, I don't do my own. I'm sorry about all this. You say you make salads. You're a salad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're using bottled salad dressing? Yeah. (sighs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) God, I feel like... I'm not trying to shame you here or anything. Well... No, I'm succeeding at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... This is what I would say. I'm not going to say anything because I have restraint. No, but say if it. Tom and if Tom and Ray Maliazzi, click and clack the <laughs> click and clack the Tappet Brothers from Car Talk were here, had one of them not tragically passed away already. Yeah. They probably would be tearing you apart right now. Absolutely destroying you. Think about that, John. I I am thinking about that's all I can think about is the click and clack I think, brothers. I now. think we gotta have you try to make your own salad dressing. Because you have a you have a nice I blender. Can, I, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. It's well, not that so I can't it. do it. Prove it to me. Okay. Like, okay, here's the thing. Here's what I will say. And this is not in my well, defense. Hey, hold on. Let me ask producer Dan, when's the last time you've cooked something? Uh, I don't think I want to answer this question. But yeah. you actually did cook something this year, didn't you? <laughs> it's been like a couple this weeks. Year. Yeah. You cooked something this year. Yeah, but you, you cooked something. For, like, what did you make? You made... Oh, I think I made some chicken and stuff. And... Okay. All right. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you for helping me. Do you have me, a Dan. good recipe for chicken and stuff? Because I've been searching for one. <laughs> I made normal meals for a while. Okay. I'm, I'm, now that I'm single again, I don't have to worry about that shit anymore. What, okay. What did you eat? What did you have for dinner yesterday? I Jesse, this is sort of a segment we do where we, we ask producer Dan what he is eating and drinking recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you what did you eat yesterday for dinner? Uh, 10 beers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and when's the last so, time you had a glass so of now, water? So now, how does my bottled salad dressing look, Jesse and Stefan? Okay. I had a glass of water. <laughs> I mean, if he was morning. putting this salad, if he was putting the beer on the salad. <laughs> okay. Here's what I, here's what I'll say. And this is maybe not fully, not in my defense, but okay. I will say that I have. Make an analogy. I have, <laughs> I have made homemade salad dressing before. 
and I've had homemade salad dressing mm-hmm. and I do not find the gap to be significant enough that it's better than like, a but bottle. you can like, but maybe ma- that's my fault. I'm not saying yeah. that maybe that's user error, but I have, I've not had like a homemade dressing where I was like, Oh wow, this is so much better than what I could. I buy. think the main thing with the homemade dressing is you can make like way more of it. So you can save you can save some money making it too, right? I yeah, see. you don't have to you don't have to buy it at the store. You just make it from what's in your fridge and that's or in your cabinet and that's yeah. less expensive stuff. Yeah. And you can control it and you know bottled salad dressing is usually juiced up with a ton of sugar. Um so that's a that's another reason. I mean, I know that you do drink a lot of sugar. You've already said that, John. <laughs> No, Actually, he's, sugar nut. he's very famously uh, a sparkling water guy. I do like sparkling, w- with water. sparkling water that doesn't have sugar added to it. Yes, I but I do. I do also like a like. I'll drink a pop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. We're not. We're not here. This we're, is uh, no. John, this we're is, here to help you. Okay? <laughs> this is really not what I was expecting here on my Sunday. I'm. I'm really like having to sort of reinvestigate my life. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta buy an ice maker. Mm-hmm. I gotta fix my analogies. I gotta make my own salad but this dressing. Is all, these are all good things that you're gonna be doing. Uh, they're not bad. Yeah. They're absolutely not bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What kind of salad dressing do you like on your salad? We should kind of get to the bottom. The one of this. I've been. Uh, using lately is it's uh, like a vinaigrette. It's, it's called avocado lime. It's like an avocado lime vinaigrette. Okay. And what's I just the, buy what's it the in brand? A, it's a local BC okay. brand. Okay. So it's local. Yeah. It's like organic where it says on the uh, bottle. Yeah. It's organic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I also what's like the brand Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> it's the only local brand I could think of. <laughs> yeah. It's their, official sal- it's their official salad dressing. Well, they I used to have the, the, the water bottles. Remember you go to the store and they'd have the Vancouver yeah, Canucks, the Vancouver water, Canucks water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pavel Bure, is that a guy from oh, the yeah. Canucks? Very okay. good, Jesse. Very yeah. good. That's yeah. the end. Of, that's the bottom of the barrel for me hey, in hockey. I got San Jose Sharks, Pavel Bure. That's good. That's impressive. That's really Thank good. You. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's good. It's a good I also like Glory Bowl dressing, which is okay. uh it, it was sort of a fun name. Like, yeah, great name. Is, so, you know, it was the really only dressing irreverent. you could eat in the beginning of COVID. Is so I mean, can I describe the I mean this salad dressing? Yeah. Would it be fair to call it a kind of twisted? Like, <laughs> I mean, they're, Jesse, they're having fun with their name. Glory Bowl. You are, know? Is that yeah. actually the pun they're trying to make? No, absolutely not. How could it, it was? Not it was hundred like, percent. Come it on. Is. It has to be. <laughs> no, but because they it's want not, you when, no, when, when you see the salad dressing no, in the store, they want you to think about no, because, getting sucked off in a public bath. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is but the same. How could they? It's called. Okay. Are you serious? You actually think it's on a purpose? I do because it was, it's a Canadian dressing that was made by like. Oh, we don't t- have glory holes up here. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I just mean it was. Oh, dr- we call them. What is it, we call them. Why? Holes. Because of socialized medicine. <laughs> yeah, Gordy holes. Yeah. <laughs> he was my favorite Red Wings player. Uh, but the, uh, no, I had, I got a Gordy hole hat trick. That's where I got my <laughs> penis and both my balls through the hole. <laughs> Ah, yeah. that's fun. That's yeah. hockey humor. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, no. It was made it was invented by like a a top chef at like a Canadian hotel. I don't think they were going I mean, you okay, you think like whatever it was like the Fairmont or whatever what was is, trying okay, to what come is up the, with like a pun. What is the font? What is the font on the on It's the not thing? a fun it's font. It's not like a fun font. No, it's not that's like a crazy it's, font. No. It's got a it's got It's, it's not got, a font where it looks like the font is like made of like slime or something. <laughs> Look, if if I thought it was a joke, I would say it was a joke. I can hear Jesse's like looking it up right now. I just am saying it. No, there's like, a recipe here on Canadian living. I'm yes. Take a look. Thank you. 
Thank you. Look. Nutritional yeast. Yes, maple that's syrup the one you can buy tahini. in store. Whitewater Cook's Glory Bowl dressing. Yes, bring that up. See, look, there is no chance that's a glory hole pun. Look at I that. I mean, it's, it's so. Jesse, are you seeing that one? The Whitewater Cook's Glory Bowl dressing? Gonna take a look here. Yeah. Whitewater Cook's Glory Bowl dressing. Look at this. I now, don't know. I... it doesn't show a cock being sucked. <laughs> No, it doesn't. That's right. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you might be right, Scott. John. I mean, it is. I, it's just one of those things where how many people did this have to go through where no one was like, hey, you know, this This sounds like a glory hole, right? It sounds like the word glory hole. Yeah. Right? It because it really does. It's very it's I don't know. It's very close to that. Those two no, words. I, and I get one of the it. words is actually the same. <laughs> I totally understand what you're what you're saying. Okay. I'm just like, yeah, so when you buy that Whitewater Cooks one on the on the bottle it talks about, yeah, Canadian chef Shelly Adams invented this recipe. You think Shelly Adams was mm. was Let's see like, what he looks like. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I am pretty sure it's a woman. Okay. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, Shelly Adams. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't even think it's going to come up. It, it was literally just like in one of the recipe blogs. Yeah, look, there's no, no chance. Yeah, her You're first right. picture is her in a golden retriever. This is, she does not, yeah, okay. All right, well, I think. Okay, it sounds like she's the one who's twisted. <laughs> <sighs> like, probably the only, like, she didn't even know what a glory hole was until the whole George Michael thing. I think, yeah, so, okay. So, and then, so you're thinking the bowl is, is it's like a salad bowl. And it's then, just like, yeah, like, oh, this dressing is so glorious. good. It's glorious. This is glory bowl dressing. Okay. It's basically all, it's like a tahini. I mean, it's a missed dressing. opportunity. How though? To lean into the glory hole brand. You think that would sell more salad dressing? Absolutely. Here's I what don't. I'm picturing. Here's what I'm picturing. Okay. Billboard ad. You see at the side of a, the, a public bathroom stall, there's a sure. hole in it. The salad bottle is coming through the hole. I mean, not bad. And it's open and some salad's coming out of the end of it. And there's a guy with his mouth open and the salad it's going into his mouth or okay well how about you have yeah. two billboards that are kind of like back to back and then through the hole you can see the dressing and, and then when you get past oh. the first billboard you see the full because you're having a little bit of fun with the billboard yeah just concept. a little bit of fun yeah yeah i mean okay yeah or you could do sort of like guerrilla marketing mm -hmm. and have actual glory holes mm -hmm. right in actual mm -hmm. public bathrooms and you have and but the salad is the bottle is going through the glory hole in the public bathroom Mm -hmm. What about this? Yeah. There's a glory hole in a public bathroom, public park. Sure. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And as marketing, when you put your erection through it, they put <laughs> sauce on it. You know, they put, they pour the dressing on it. That could be good. But then you wouldn't get to, I mean, I guess then you'd have to just like wipe it off your own dick and With taste like the it. toilet paper or? Like, is that like how you, you're picturing it being sampled, Jesse? Well, if you wanted to know what it tasted like, yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But uh, probably, you know, and I'm not saying this situation has come up for me, <laughs> but probably when you feel the dressing on there. Yeah. You can kind of tell by how it feels that it's probably good. Yeah, the texture of it. The texture and of it. And you're impressed. Oh, there's, pu has, there's poppy know, seeds in here. It has a pleasing texture, I would say. Yeah? I've never had it on my penis, but I would imagine it would have a pleasing texture. Sure. Let me put it this way. You guys have put nutritional yeast flakes 
on your decks before. <laughs> There's a Who's lot of nutritional us? yeast in the recipe I'm looking at. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So it would probably be something like that. So it'd be pretty good. Okay. Similar to that. Yeah. 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 That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the re- I'm looking at the recipe. Nutritional yeast, water, tamari, apple cider vinegar, garlic, vegetable oil, tahini paste. I mean, I've masturbated with all of those. <laughs> Not together, obviously. Sure. But each of those, you know. So presumably to, to all of it, them at, at once would be better. It would be even. fantastic. Yeah. You know, the, okay. the hole is bigger than the sum of the parts. Absolutely. Say. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. The glory hole. The glory hole. Yeah. Glory bowl. Okay. We have, we've, this is the most we've ever learned, I think, on an episode of our show. And there's still more to come. Absolutely. So let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Jesse, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media? Are you guys on Reddit? You guys know about Reddit, right? Yeah. I know I know about Reddit. Yeah, I, I go on there familiar. for, uh, we were talking about hockey earlier. I go on there for like hockey rumors and stuff. Mostly. Oh, what's the yeah. top, what's the top hockey rumor you've, you've heard lately? Um, well, we're, I mean, I'm a Vancouver Canucks fan. Uh, John is a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, but the rumor is that Vancouver is going to trade a lot of their players at the draft this Thursday. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. And I'm always, I'm on the Reddit refreshing it and looking for yeah. rumors, you know, I'm mostly on r slash glory bowl and it's not what yeah. you think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. I like to, uh, read for a long time, I would get updates from my Jordan Jesse Go co-host Jordan about weird Reddits because he worked for a TV show here in the States called At Midnight that was like an internet quiz show. And so yeah. part of his job was to write jokes based on weird Reddits. Um, so he would always know what the latest weird Reddits were. And I, when he when that show ended, I lost track of the weirdest Reddits. And I've come to since the pandemic to rely on Reddit for comfort social media like i i won't go on any reddits where people are being mean to each other or okay. talking about nazi stuff or whatever yeah uh, that rules out I, a I lot of reddit <laughs> yeah i don't go into any drama reddits you know i don't yeah. go into am i the asshole or whatever yeah uh, and i don't want any of that um so my reddit that i really love right now is called dogs on roofs oh um okay and it's just photographs and sometimes videos, short videos of dogs on top of roofs. And what it used to be. <laughs> oh, we're on it right now. This, yeah, this, this is good. great. Yeah. Yeah. So these dogs, they like it up there because they got a good view. You know, they sure. can check out the situation. It's a great place to bark from. Um, I don't think any of them are, are going to fall off the roof. Yeah. Um, they're all pretty sensible beasts and uh, i love seeing them up there because it's kind of incongruous you know you'd think a bird would be up there but it turns out to be a dog yeah it's a little different it's, it's not what you would expect to be on a, on a on a roof necessarily now here's a fun here's something that i really truly just realized which is this might be an expression of trauma from the time my dog jumped off a roof <laughs> <laughs> i just remembered my dogs jumped off a roof one time <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. She was like, chasing I, I swear a none of these are going to jump off of the roof, right? None of them? They're not. Well, there used to be a dog in my neighborhood 
My dog was okay when she jumped okay, off the roof. Okay, we had what, to take good. her to the vet and stuff. Sure, sure. We couldn't believe she was okay. It seemed impossible. How, but how high she was, was the, okay. the roof? Second story. Wow. Wow. When did was she wild. land on on just like the lawn or was there like a hedge or something? Or she just like landed on the lawn. Yeah, basically. Oh but she was God. fine. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I there used to be a dog in my neighborhood, a golden retriever yeah. that would go out onto the roof. A lot of these roofs, you'll see a lot of dogs on attached, um, attached garage roofs. Yeah. I don't know why those are more accessible, but the, the house was up against the, the slope of a hill, you know, so the dog could go up the slope of the hill and then walk out onto the roof. Yeah. And this dog was always out there on the roof of this garage and I'd walk past and, He'd be barking at me, and my wife would ask after Roof Dog. She'd say, how's Roof Dog doing up there? <laughs> and recently, I had this kind of like sad thought, which was, gosh, you know, that was probably 10, 12 years ago. I guess Roof Dog's probably passed away by now. And I kind of had a moment of silence for Roof Dog in my heart, you know. And then I found dogs on roofs, and now I get to connect with these roof dogs from all over the world, which is really what the internet was created for. Mm-hmm. These are these That's are what great. Al Gore used to say. You yeah. know, with the information superhighway, we'll be able to connect with roof dogs from all over the world. <laughs> now, Jesse, I'm seeing here. So Dan has brought up the dogs on roofs Reddit here, so we're looking at it, and someone put posted a picture of a dog on a car roof. Where do you stand on that? Because to me, I'm sort of thinking, I'm sort of calling bullshit. That's a little different, I think. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, they are both, they are both types of roof. It's the second most upvoted post of all time in the subreddit. Yeah, exactly. By all time. So obviously people felt pretty good about it. What if there was a dog on top of the notorious white supremacist Dylan Roof? Mm. I don't know. Would that count? I guess I it could. Know. I, mean, I, mean, I, I mean, I think it would. I think theoretically, it would, technically, it, technically it would it's count. a roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might count. I think. Yeah, um, this this just seems like a nice Reddit where people are not because I, I think in a different Reddit, if someone posted a picture of a dog on a car roof, other people would be like, they get mad at them. Fuck you. Yeah. What are you talking? This isn't here. a roof. It's very accepting because also barely... people are posting pictures of goats on on roofs. Yeah, as well. which is not. I mean, that's, we have uh, yeah, on Vancouver Island. There's yeah. the famous um, goats on roof. What town is that? Coombs. Uh, Coombs. Yeah. 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 Um, so and, yeah, there's like an ice cream shop slash general store, and there's a bunch of goats, and on the there's roof, just a bunch there's of grass on the roof. Yeah, right? it's right. it's what you were describing, Jesse. There's sort of a hill that kind of leads up to the roof. Yeah, and then they've yeah they've put grass on the roof, so the goats just go up there and graze on the roof. And it's I've also subscribed to a Reddit called R slash Jesse. Okay. Okay. Do you want to hear some top posts? I Absolutely. Would love to, yeah. Yo, my name is Jesse. May I know your names? And I'm assuming all the replies. Let's take a look. I'm I'm guessing it's it's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that the the top upvoted one is just it is spelled Jesse J E S S E. It is Jesse, not Jesse J E S S I E or Jesse J E S S I or Jesse J E S S Y. I would agree with that. And that's the top voted comment. So obviously, a lot of J E S S E's pissed off at at the frauds absolutely this yeah. person says we should get together and fight <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a we real should Jesse all meet at some designated coordinates and have a fight last one standing keeps the name <laughs> well that's good wow uh somebody who came in here and wrote 
my name is Tim. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he, I'm he assuming he got Tim, run out. Tim, and then he wrote the, the greater than symbol. Jesse, Tim's greater than Jesse. Wow. Says, Especially if your name is declare Tim. a war yeah. between Tim's and Jesse's. You can't stop me now. That's, Look, such, a, that's such a Tim move. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't think I, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here. I love the Jesse's over the Tim. I think Absolutely. the Jesse's are going to kill the Tim's. No doubt. Personally. Here's 100%. my question about Here's my question about this with the you can't stop me now. We can't stop him because he officially declared war. Was his concern the War Powers Act? <laughs> waiting think, for a congressional declaration? I, I believe so. I yeah. think that I think that is that's the case. A, that's it's a just, Tim thing. That's yeah. a, a Tim would do that. Very concerned with rules and stuff. Yeah. Lyndon yeah. Johnson already. I mean, <laughs> since LBJ, the War Powers Act has basically been meaningless. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. So many undeclared wars. Somebody else just wrote a subject line. My name is Jesse. Beautiful. And then uh, in the body it says, "I go pee pee poo poo." <laughs> Is that Jesse Ferrar? That actually might be my friend Jesse Ferrar. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that I'm 100 percent sure that's him. Actually, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there are some nice subreddits out there. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Well, um, you guys, I, I, I mean, you know this for sure, John. Obviously, you're you're a new metal boy. I um, am. Yeah, Alien Ant Farm is is sort of having a bit of a huh. a moment. What a time! Um, and specifically, uh, their cover of Smooth Criminal. Great song. Um, I've seen multiple people post like the entire video. It's mm-hmm. getting tens of thousands of, of interactions. As it should. Absolutely. Um, but what sort of weirdly happened is there was one that went like mega viral the other day. Uh, and I, I watched the whole video. It's great. Great video. I, I forgot how good the song is. It's a yep. lot of fun. Um, but someone got in the replies and I'm, I'm trying to find... Uh, I'm trying to find the post here because it's really... Uh, they got in the replies of the viral one where of, the guy uh, was like, oh, remember when life was like this or yes, whatever? Yes, yeah. yes. So they got in the replies of that and sure. they were... Uh, okay, so here's here's the reply. And a child wearing a mask? Oh, wow. This just goes to show that they have had these plans for a long time. Uh, if you're not familiar... <laughs> If you're not familiar with the music video, there is a part where a kid is like moonwalking yeah. and he's got, he's got a mask on. Yeah. But it, that's because... At the time this video came out, Michael Jackson was wearing that mask in public. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So it was very clearly a Michael Jackson well, reference. And me being the new metal expert, Stefan, I can fill you in even further. Please do. The lead singer of Alien Ant Farm, Dryden Mitchell, was interviewed by the LA Times yep. uh, about the sort of resurgence of the um of the, you know, of the video and all this popularity. And he was asked specifically about the mask. And so apparently they sent the video to Michael Jackson with yeah. the kid wearing the mask. And Michael Jackson was like, I don't like that. I don't want the kid wearing the mask in the video. Okay. So they reshot the entire dancing kid sequence with him not wearing the mask and sent that to Michael Jackson. And then he said, actually, you know what? The mask is funnier. Do the mask one. <laughs> okay. So it's Michael Jackson approved. Okay. And also apparently uh, a harbinger of the coronavirus pandemic. Well, that's the thing come. as well is, is that people I, I, like on, on, on this person's page and, and throughout, they were saying, oh, well, no, Michael Jackson wearing the mask was actually itself like a, a, a preview of things to come with, with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. And they actually killed him. Uh, the government killed him when he like fought back and refused to wear the mask anymore. Um, okay. I, I'm not sure if I, I need to do my research. Obviously, um, this person replied to me and they said, real ideas provoke aggressive reactions. It's normal. If you have told us a truth, you have not experienced the anger of the people. Anything else? Uh, and then I said, uh, yeah, go make sure your grandkids aren't getting into the medicine cabinet. 
And then our friend Jesse Farrar mm-hmm. uh, found a post on her page where uh, it's a picture of Scrooge McDuck from you know the famous duck. I do. And he's got a uh, he's got he's posing. Oh, he's got, you're talking about the the, the famous duck. The duck. Yeah, yeah. He's Scrooge. got yeah Scrooge. He's got his hand in uh, his jacket pocket, sort of like Napoleon. Um, but they have uh, posted a screenshot of that with um, a, like 1800s drawing of someone doing that. And it says, uh, sign of the master of the second veil. Um, so she's sure. like, she's looking into like That's the thing Donald I know Duck and, and, and Scrooge McDuck and all that, all those ducks being very like occult um, and, and very, very strange. Um, but she, uh, yeah, she got, she got into it with, with a bunch of us and it was, uh, it was kind of nice. It was a refreshing thing where you took you back to the old days of just like picking on to, like, some random woman on Twitter. Well, don't, okay. That makes me sound bad, but. Uh, hey, I she, gotta get revenge she, for the whole, uh, you know, the salad dressing thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the analogy thing. Before yeah, that. sure. Um, no, it was just, uh, it was just, it was just kind of a fun time. Um, seeing kind of a, a very weird post, uh, and then kind of making fun of it. And then the person, uh, getting into it with us for a bit. And it was, uh, yeah, it was sort of a throwback to like Twitter in like 2015, I would say, you know? Yeah. It was, it was nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, look, I don't know if you guys saw this this morning. I don't know uh, how active you are on Twitter, Jesse, but uh, it was a big, uh, a big news day this morning on a Sunday of all days. Sure. Uh, it was a sort of uniting cause on, on Twitter. This writer for the, oh, yes. uh, the mail, the, the mail, the daily mail in the UK, Eve Simmons, uh, had posted an article yesterday uh, where she wrote, legalizing pot seems like a common sense policy, but in fact, it's a public health disaster that the marijuana industry is doing its darndest to cover up. Totally unwoke, I know, but facts are facts. My report from sunny, brackets, smelly LA here. So they flew this woman to LA, I guess, to complain about the cannabis industry. Um, and then she follows up the tweets with, uh, so she threads the, so there's a link to the article. The article is just called California's legal cannabis became a public health disaster. Um, And then she's threaded the tweets with two days ago, I was outside a children's gymnastics center watching my two-year-old niece do a class and the smell of weed was stifling. Doctors out here have told me they're seeing cases of cannabis poisoning most days. It is the most common form of any type of poisoning in adolescence in California. And then this is the crown jewel of all of the tweets. Oh, and there's also a doubling of something odd <laughs> called scromiting. That's screaming and vomiting, which lasts for weeks on end with no treatment, a result of long-term use of high-potency cannabis. And then Ben Collins had a very funny reply, which was, scromiting has doubled, the doctor told me, pointing to the scromit chart he has kept <laughs> since before the decriminalization of marijuana. Um, Dan, you're a resident <laughs> marijuana expert. Have you ever scrometed before? No, I think if scrometing was a thing, I probably would know about it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. I mean, you thought for a while, maybe you had like weed induced emesis and you were only just throwing up. You weren't yeah, it was screaming. screaming. It was yeah. just throwing up every half an hour. Yeah. For, like and eight hours straight. Is that, so it's S C R O M. It's scrum- like Wallace, like, Wallace and scromet. Wallace and scromet. It's like, yeah, same. That's in, I mean, that's so funny. It's just just like, what a a weird battle to pick, I guess, right? Like, I don't... It's, it's first of all, a weird battle to pick against, like, meta... Or against the sort of legalization of marijuana, but then also to just, like, be a reporter and fully invent this 
thing that no one's ever heard. Like, don't get me wrong. I do think you, you know, weed can of course make you throw up. It can of course lead to emesis, especially, especially if you are addicted to it and you try to pull back from it are or whatever. pointing at Dan? No, I'm like, I'm doing a gesture, but yes, okay. I mean, also you were Dan, sort of pointing at Dan, but also you? Dan, yeah. I mean, I'm not he trying knows. to pull back. No, not you. <laughs> I'm saying if you did, like, I'm not saying that you can't throw up from using weed or whatever, Sure, but it's crazy to me that her, I've like I've greened out before. Yeah, but her whole thing is just like, yeah, yeah. there's this this medical phenomenon that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. Jesse, have you ever scrometed before? I'm scrometing right now. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't ever scrometed. I did I have only used uh, marijuana as an adult man. Okay. Um only since I was in my late 30s. Yeah. You and me both uh, were uh, very similar. He he smoked his first joint like 2 years ago. Yeah, I was 34. Now? Yeah. I've never smoked a joint. I've only eaten marijuana. Okay. I was like, I, honestly, like that was one of the big things standing between me and using marijuana. I was like, I don't want to have to learn how to smoke joints. Seems hard. Yeah. Same. Um, but uh, I was in New York where uh, last week where marijuana is relatively recently legal. I think here in California, it's been quite a few years, uh, especially for medical marijuana. But uh, in New York, it's it's very recent. And just walking down the street, I just saw three people just blazing fat jays before 9 a.m which i was impressed by like not just that's like the city that never sleeps that's the like get up and go attitude that makes new york city new york city is waking and baking but you're also on your way to work or whatever <laughs> like you're not it's not 11 a.m at your house yeah it's 7 40 and you're walking down 8th avenue yeah that is impressive. I, I feel like us living in Vancouver and maybe to an extent California as well, that is that wouldn't be irregular to me. Like if I just saw someone smoking a joint at 730 in the morning, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this sounds like they were like walking with like a purpose almost. Yeah. I mean, they're going. I mean, yeah. Look, I looked in these people's eyes and you know what the look in their eyes said back to me? I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to scrum it. Get out of the way. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think I scrum it like just because I don't like puking. Like I think when I'm puking, I, I'm also usually screaming. I've, but I've, it's not a uh I've heard people do the scream vomit move. Sure. But but like, it, but I think it's more the the vomiting has sort of induced or yeah. the vomiting is so the vo- I don't think I don't think they're actually screaming. I think just the noise they make while they vomit sounds sort yeah. of like a scream. Well, it's also just guys... the idea that it's the, it lasts for weeks on end with no treatment. Yeah, I I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys know? Did you guys see uh, Sonic the Two? If you so, Sonic the, Sonic, Sonic the Two. two. <laughs> did you guys see Sonic Two? If you stay after the credits, there's like one of those little teaser scenes with Scromit. <laughs> He's going to be in the third one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they can have scrommet there. I, it is such a stupid word. Like, it definitely feels like this person invented that word specifically to go I think, viral. I think it is a word, though. People were, people it, looked it up, and it is like a thing that can potentially happen to you. But I think really? the idea that it's happening to a lot of people is maybe because she didn't post any like links to anything or any you no. know, evidence or data or anything like that. So. Uh, Often I think these people will say like, uh, uh, they'll say like, well, I talked to a doctor and like, if you call a scrometing specialist, (laughs) you know, like if you call a doctor of scrometology there, you know what they're going to say is all day long, I've been seeing scromet patients (laughs) 
It's like, well, yeah, this is because if you're scrometing, you go to the scrometing guy. Yeah, that just makes sense. Yeah, the ear, nose, and throat guy is not seeing a lot of scrometing cases. No, well, their business is is scrometing, and business is good, right? Like that's all. I should hope so. I mean, that was one of the big things about the legalization of marijuana is that they would have taxation on scrometing doctors, and that would help (laughs) help with pay for schools. It does say on Snopes that it is like mostly true, but it doesn't, it just sounds like it's people throwing up a lot. So then they're like in pain. And so they scream like it's not yeah. the way she made it sound yeah. was people are just like ah! involuntarily like, oh, screaming. And yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that right outside your. Yeah. Oh that's my. A hundred percent real. I didn't <laughs> script this. That is so funny. That is actually outside my window right now. Uh, Oh, this is so nice. Well, I haven't heard I, I haven't heard the original ice cream truck song in a long time. So, well, it's additionally funny because Jesse actually replied to my email about an hour before the show and said that the top three he wanted to do was top three things you'd get from the ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's all real. <laughs> so oh I think God. Jesse placed a call to to good humor and uh, said, "Hey, look, you know, if you could roll hey, by hey, my you house, know, we could use some of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we could use some good humor. Yeah. And speaking of that, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Song in the background. <laughs> so it's good. really parked immediately outside my house. No one is going to. <laughs> okay, oh, sounds wow. like maybe it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it started back up. It's on a loop, guys. It really is like it, it's possible. This is like an extortion racket. <laughs> it's like, hey, I, so, it'd be terrible if something happened to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's, it's well. It's a summer, you know. It's a summer podcast, yeah. so I think it's nice. It, it sort of adds to it. I'm wearing the only tank top I own. Yeah, well, you look good. Thanks. Is that a WNBA? It is very nice. Yeah, New York Liberty. Very nice. Sabrina Ionescu. Excellent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, do you want to get into your block tail? <laughs> yeah. Why well, don't get? I don't think. I think I'm a nice. As my shirt suggests, my yeah. brand is that I'm a pretty nice guy. So I don't. I think. I have had to block a lot of people because I have a transgender child. And so yeah. s- sometimes nutsos will act nutso and I have to block them. And I do have like a general policy that is anyone that is obviously <laughs> being a dick to me, like yeah. clearly being a dick to me, I'll block them. Anybody who might be being a dick to me, but they have like plausible deniability, I'll mute them. Okay. But in general, I'm not, I'm not blocking that many people. And I don't think I'm blocked by that many people. But the other day I noticed my uh, friend and colleague, Lori Kilmartin, great standup comic. Mm -hmm. She retweeted someone. And I saw that it was that thing that it shows if you've blocked somebody. Yes. You know, like it's unavailable to read or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, well, who is Lori retweeting that I that I have blocked? You know, it must be like some, you know, famous transphobic commentator, you know, Ben Shapiro or something like that. Yeah. I, and so 
I clicked on it, and it was comedy writing legend Meryl Marco who has blocked me. Uh, Meryl Marco, the original head writer of Late Night with David Letterman, um, and David Letterman's daytime show that preceded that. Uh, she was she was romantically involved with Letterman for a long time, and then continued to write the show for uh, uh, some time after they were no longer romantically involved. She invented many of the famous segments on Letterman, stupid pet tricks and that kind of thing. Uh, and yeah, she's blocked me on Twitter. Um, I think the reason I don't, this is something that happened a decade ago. Yeah. So it's possible she's had me blocked on Twitter for a decade. Um, but she came on uh, Bullseye, my NPR show, which at yeah. the time was called The Sound of Young America. And I interviewed her about her long, illustrious career. I mean, obviously, she created one of the greatest television comedy shows of all time, you know, along with David Letterman, a uh, true genius. And um, a few years later, and I got her email address from uh, John Hodgman, who's my co-host on Judge John Hodgman now. And... Um, Ice cream truck is still usually just park outside my window. Usually it passes by. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I, I got her email from Hodgman, and that's how I had booked her on the show initially. And I have this other show, Jordan Jesse Go, that's a, a comedy show like this, but with even less content. Okay. And <laughs> that's impressive. So yeah. I thought, well, Meryl Marco would be a great guest to have on Jordan Jesse Go sometime. And she came out with a new book. And so I sent her an email and said, hey, Meryl, I got this uh, comedy podcast. It's different from the one you went on before. Um, it's really, you know, just a silly comedy podcast. But I saw you have a new book out. We'd love to have you on if you want to come on and plug it and stuff. Then um, she said yes. And she came out to do the show. And I think she didn't read the part where I said it was a different show. Ah. Uh, and she was very mad for two reasons. One is that we had not read the book. Um, to our credit, it was a comedy book about dogs and the publisher had not sent it to us. We requested it from the publisher. The publisher didn't send it. Okay. Um, uh, but also, it is not the type of show where we need to have read the book. Yeah. To be very, very clear. That's my sure. other show is that type of show and I'll, I read the book. This show is not that type of show. We do not have to have read the book. Um, but the real reason she was mad was because she lives in Malibu, uh, which is, you know, on the Pacific Ocean. It's a rich people town on the Pacific Ocean. She lives in a house that uh, used to be Letterman's house. And uh, I think when they when they broke up, uh, he gave it to her. And she was mad because she had to drive to my house to be on the show. Like she kept bringing up how long it had taken to drive to my house to come on the show <laughs> as though, as though I had made her come on the show. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like as though she didn't have access to a map to check how far it was to drive, but it was fine. I thought it was fine. Like she was a little annoyed with us, but I was like, it's okay. It's Meryl Marco. She's, 60 years old or whatever. She's a comedy legend. She can be a little grumpy with us. It's fine. It's no big deal. And then maybe three or four days later, I got like four texts. Did you hear Meryl Marco on Greg Fitzsimmons show? Greg Fitzsimmons, stand-up comic, yep. friend of mine, great guy. 
Uh, and on Fitz Dog Radio, his podcast, Meryl Marco had been the guest. And she had apparently spent a significant portion of the time talking about how far she had had to drive to come on our show, that we hadn't read the book, and how it was the podcast from hell. And I'm like, Meryl Marco, I have nothing but admiration and respect for you. Like, you're a true comedy legend. Like, you invented half of the greatest show, like, ever. You know what I mean? I have Late Night, the book, the book that she wrote to go with the first season of, you know, I have two different, I have a Late Night with David Letterman sweatshirt and a Late Night with David Letterman t-shirt, vintage from the 80s. I've had Letterman on the show since. Meryl Marco is a true legend and she's apparently had me blocked on Twitter for 10 plus years because I didn't say anything mean to her on Twitter. I want to be clear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nothing- She's, She's just, just like, I just want to make sure I never end up on, I never want to have to drive to this guy's show again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that is the classic, like, Angelino's place where they draw the line, though. Right, Like, right. Like, it would be one thing if I was, you know, if I was there and I, like, trapped her with some conservative commentary or something like that that sure. made her uncomfortable. But if you're an Angelino, it's really like, I got on the 10 for this. <laughs> I took the 10 East for this. I dealt with the 10 110 interchange. Yeah. We well, don't I don't know if we've ever had anyone complain about having to come having here. Having to come here. No, you're pretty central, I think, which is and well, Vancouver's really. a lot. I'm pretty it's small. Vancouver's very it's much small. smaller, much easier to get around. So So that helps. Wow. Well, that's the first I think that's the first that's the first block of its kind, I think, we've had on It's the first block to do with driving, yeah. no question about it. Yeah. yeah. And we have we have a good listener block, I think is a good parallel to this one because it's someone who is also blocked by someone that they wish they weren't blocked by and is a beloved person. Uh, This is from Matt. Uh, Matt writes, Hey, John and Stefan, I'm a big fan. Um, And here we go. This is, they gave us two block tales. I'm just going to read the one here. Uh, I'm a big Paul F. Tompkins fan and all of his podcasts. So naturally I followed his wife, Janie Haddad Tompkins on Twitter because of their podcast that they started at the beginning of the pandemic. It turns out she was a big Warren supporter. No shade. At least it's not Trump. And during the run up to Super Tuesday 2020. <laughs> at least it's not Trump. At least it's not <laughs> Holy Trump. Holy cow. Hey, look, I'm just reading the email <laughs> as it was sent. Who is this? Lenin? <laughs> At least it's the second furthest left candidate for president. Yeah, well, at least, uh, it's, at least not it's not Trump, Trump baby. Uh, so it turns out she was a big Warren supporter. And during the run up to Super Tuesday 2020, she tweeted something like, I'd rather vote for Biden than Bernie, to which I simply replied, Janie, please know I have been sadly blocked ever since by perhaps the nicest lady in comedy podcasts. Wow. She's so nice. Janie Haddad Tompkins is such a nice lady. <laughs> yeah. So, and Matt realizes it. He, rec- he recognizes it. 100% I assumed that Paul had blocked him. Yeah. Like the second <laughs> yeah. the name Paul F. Tompkins here, came up, yeah. <laughs> Paul is also a nice man. Don't, don't get me wrong. And probably the funniest human being on earth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could see Paul blocking anyone for any reason. Oh, Paul absolutely. does not give a fuck. No. I'm sure Paul is handing out blocks. Boom, 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 boom. No question. One yeah. time well, my therapist so said on to me, too. sorry, go ahead. One time my therapist said to me, well, why don't you use that setting that Paul F. Tompkins uses where no one can reply to your tweets? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I probably should. Paul's got it figured out. <laughs> yeah, he does that for all of his posts, right? That that yeah, is I, that, that is the way to do it. I think. Yeah, that's. Smart. I was at the Antiques Road again. I'm going to bring up the <laughs> Antiques Road Show again. I was at the Antiques Road Show slot machine for <laughs> six straight hours. I was at the Antiques Road Show uh, in Woodside, California, two weeks ago, 
And I was going around with the publicist from the Antiques Roadshow. And yeah, I was at the actual event, you know, where they have all the experts there and people are waiting in line to have their stuff appraised. And I was, uh, I was, she was saying to me, oh, well, there's Nico Lowry from Swan Auction Galleries. And Nico is famous on uh, the Antiques Roadshow for wearing these very bold three-piece suits. Like he will wear these really intense, big, large-scale tartan suits. Um, he always looks really great. And he also has sort of distinctive facial hair and dark, dark, wavy hair. And uh, because I'm well known in my community for loving the Antiques Roadshow and for being a comedy guy, I am like the number one person that people will email to say, don't you think that that one guy on the Antiques Roadshow looks like Paul F. Tompkins? <laughs> and the reality is that like their faces don't look especially that much alike. Right. It's just that they both wear three. It's like, it's like people will email me all the time about any bald guy with a beard. Yeah. They'll say, right. oh, this looks a bald white guy with a beard. They'll just say like, oh, this, this looks like you. And to be fair, they, they wear those suits and they each have these distinctive facial hair. Um, and they both have a lot of elan. You know, they both have that kind of like, uh, that kind of high manner. Yeah. Um, and one day, like maybe five or eight, seven years ago, like I, the 4,000th person has emailed me about this. And I emailed Paul. And I said, Paul, what do you think about the... Um, what do you think? Do, do do people always tell? Do people always try and bring up to you uh, the guy on the Antiques Roadshow that wears the three piece suits because they're constantly bringing up bringing it up to me, something like that. And uh, Paul just emailed me back. I don't think it's suitable to compare someone's look to looks to someone else's looks. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, Paul <laughs> Tompkins hates me now. <laughs> and the the woman from the Antiques Roadshow, uh, uh, the woman from the Antiques Roadshow, she was like, I said, uh, she knew I was a comedy person. She said, well, have you heard about this thing where people say he looks like, Nico looks like Paul F. Tompkins? And I was like, yeah, I have. And um, she's like, she's like, I get the impression. She's like, Nico thinks it's fun, you know. Um, but I get the impression maybe... Maybe Paul F. Tompkins isn't as into it. You know, she lives in Boston. You know, she's not an entertainment publicist. Yeah. Like, I get the impression maybe Paul F. Tompkins isn't as into it. And I was like, yes, I can tell you with 1,000% certainty that Paul F. Tompkins is not into it because yours truly stepped on that cow pie. He's a very nice man and the funniest guy in the world. But oh, uh, man. Yeah. don't. Don't tell him about Nico Lowry. <laughs> now that said, Nico Lowry, that guy's a fun guy. I got to meet him. He was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Wow. Well, you know, look, if you want some more fun, you can head on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash block party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month, including this week coming up. It's the continuation of our sex in the city series where we're watching the new show. And just like that, Kate Raft is going to be joining us. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic time. That'll be coming out this week. And we've got a live show coming up this month as well. On July 22nd, you have to be a patron to attend a zoom live show, I should say. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff over there, merch discounts, live show discounts, all that kind of stuff. You can check it out uh, over at patreon.com slash block party. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend, Jesse, we are here at the end of the show, which is where I usually ask a guest for their top three. <laughs> three two, one. 
Uno, 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 Mustard. Three. Socks. Two. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. Uh, but we already know what yours is. Yeah, I'm I'm picking treats you buy from the ice cream truck. Love it. Okay. Uh, well, we'll start with you, Jesse. What's your number three? It's a Caduzzi. Oh, that's a great choice. Oh, great choice. I feel like kind of came out of nowhere one summer and yes. and rocketed to the top of the rankings. Yeah. That's a great I one. mean, if you're going to talk about quiescently frozen confections, you got to talk. It's a Caduzzi. It's a great choice. I, it's I, tall. I, it's twisty. It's tasty. Yeah. Yep. Well, and you know wow. me, I'm fucking twisted. Um, so yeah. I'm always loving the It's a Caduzzi. I think that It's a Caduzzi too. It, it was so hard not to buy it because if another kid bought it, they just looked like the smartest person on earth yeah. because you would have your little dinky whatever. And then they just have this like, what a, when you're a kid looks like an eight, eight foot yeah. long popsicle. And you're like, well, I'm, a, yeah. I'm an absolute moron for not getting that. Wow. So yeah, great choice. That's for a great number, number three. three. Stefan, your number three. Uh, I'm going to go with the classic. I believe it's called the the Cyclone. Yeah, love a good Cyclone. The red, white, and blue. Yep. I think that oh, maybe there's- Oh, like a bomb pop. A bomb pop, yeah. No, it's not uh, like a bomb oh, pop. Oh, no, I'm thinking the one that like, that it almost looks like a barber pole, sort yes. of, but it has like a blue center, That I might think. be a Canadian oh, only yeah. one. That I'm could not be Canadian sure. only, mm. yeah. 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 We, we do tend to say Canadian things as if everyone knows yeah, what they it's are. Yeah, it's, it looks like a barber pole. It's a white and it's also twisted. It's like a white mm-hmm. and red twist with a blue raspberry center. Uh, center. So, and it's like a soft it's center. It's the same in the flavor as, as the bomb pop, I would say. Mm, I would disagree with that, but. No? Well, I think it's similar. It's a little Cherry more. Lemon and blue raspberry. Yeah. yeah, it's a little more lemony. Yeah, but that's a classic. To Cyclone me. is a great yeah, one. Because it, it visually, it, it just looks very nice also. Looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, great choice. Yep. Uh, okay, my number three. I'm just going to go with another. Cla- I'm going to go with a classic as well. A creamsicle. Just back oh, in the day, wow, it was yeah. a big. Yeah, just the just orange. Lo- just the orange and yeah. cream. So good because especially because from the ice cream chuck, you'd get the big one. Yes. Where it was like where it had almost the two levels, you know, it had this sort of narrow part at the top and oh, then yeah. went down into the fat part at the yep. bottom. Uh, and that was always a favorite of mine, especially in the summer. There's just something about the orange and cream that really hits. Belated yeah. wedding present to you, John. Me not making a dick joke about your description of the creamsicle there. There you go. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations, John. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesse. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got married a month ago. So <laughs> I said it was belated. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's I mean, been you no did, socks it... or shoes while recording the podcast <laughs> since. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Look at those exactly. nasty little tootsies <laughs> showing on the Zoom. I'm twisted, baby. Flapping his tootsies at me. <laughs> Honestly, it is funny because it probably does look like that to you. And I'm just trying to get closer to this fan that's in front of me. Yeah. To cool I'm putting it up down. on wiki feet right now. <laughs> that's fair. I'd love to know my rating on there. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse, you're number two. Well, a lot of people think that that I'm going to go with the obvious choice, which is SpongeBob SquarePants. Because mm. um, he's got the terrifying wonky eyes. Yes. Um, and is looks like he's been melted and refrozen. We may well have been, but I'm not. Get a load of this. I'm going with nachos. Nachos? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. A lot of times the ice cream truck got nachos on there. I guess that's true. I've that seen that. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you might even get like a Frito pie situation, that kind of thing where you they open a bag of Fritos and put nacho cheese in there. Wow. I, I wasn't expecting this on, on the Me top neither three at, all, at all. I love it. I mean, it's it's controversial. It is. I mean, you want to talk Twisted. Everyone else yeah, standing right. around with a popsicle and you got nachos? Yeah, well, maybe I'm hungry. Maybe daddy's <laughs> hungry. 
I love that. That's a great choice. Yeah, okay, that's good. Okay. Stefan, you're Thanks. number two. Um, there's like the, is it just called the the malt? Like the chocolate malt? Oh, yep. chocolate malt cup, sure. Yeah, yeah. the cup. I like That's it. a I great like, pick. The cup is great to really hold. Good pick. You get the little wooden spoon, I believe. Mm. I feel um, like malts were bigger when we were younger. I think that's, well, we were smaller. Well, so. I know. <sighs> but I, I just mean like, the, <laughs> see what I have to deal with, Jesse? Uh, <laughs> you wonder why my analogies are dog shit. I'm just, I'm yeah. constantly in a state of flux while we're recording these. Uh, no, but I just mean like. You're they, just getting older, John. That's uh, also true too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do feel like they're a bit. I know. Yeah. Like you yeah. could get them at the Canucks game. Yes. You could get like my school cafeteria had yeah. them. And now it feels like you kind of can't get them. They've anywhere. sort of fallen off, but that's, that's my number two. It was a great trip. When I would go to Candlestick Park as a kid to see the Giants. Uh, I couldn't, I was one of those kind of kids, speaking of rich kids, another rich kid thing I thought of uh, recently was uh, people who buy concessions at movies or sporting events, I think of as rich kids. Um, But the one concession that I could afford was I could choose between a malt cup, uh, which cost $1.75, and a red rope, which cost $1.50. Yeah. Um, Two great choices. Yeah. Big choice. Yeah. This rock solid. Yeah. Uh, my number two, I am going with, and this is a SpongeBob SquarePants adjacent, but perhaps ages me. Yeah. I'm going with the Ninja Turtles. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you could get the, and this is this is how good, how popular the Ninja Turtles were because it was a dog shit popsicle. It was like <laughs> li- it was like lime flavored, like and it's what? that like creamy. Yeah, sorta. it was sort of that sort of creamy lime thing. And it's like, who want what six year old kid wants a lime and that one, like, flavored popsicle? That melts a lot too, right? Oh, it's a disaster. It melts On everywhere. Yeah. It it was such a pile of shit. It looked so bad. I think it had gumball eyes. Yes. The gumballs were always like frozen and tasted like shit. Um, it didn't taste good at all, but it looked like a ninja turtle. Looks like a ninja turtle. Yeah. That's and all I you was need. obsessed with the ninja turtles. Yeah. So yep. that was my number two. Great choice. Jesse, you're number one. Well, uh, this is this is basically just me expressing my personal brand. I've already talked about the Antiques Roadshow for over 45 minutes on this yeah. show. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to pivot to the other half of my brand, uh, which is that I, I'm from San Francisco. And the the treat that any San Franciscan would buy off an ice cream truck Rice is an it's-it. Is, is an it's-it. Okay. I've um, heard of these. I don't know what they are. a man from the 70s. <laughs> um, is what is it? It's it. it. I don't think I've ever heard. Is it spelled with a Z? It's or like an ice cream sandwich kind of? Or Yeah. It, it's its origins are at, oh, at it's a, it. okay. a San Francisco amusement park that closed in the, I believe, the late 60s, early 70s called Playland at the Beach. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's two chewy oatmeal cookies with a sort of light ice cream in the middle, like sort of an ice milky kind of ice cream in the middle, yeah. and then a, a thin chocolate coating on the outside. Um, and the sum is much more than the, the – the product is much more than the sum of its parts. It's really extraordinary. So a lot of flavors. And they're so beloved by San Franciscans that you know, they only make them in this one factory and just south of San Francisco in Burlingame. So you can get them in Los Angeles and you can get them maybe in like Phoenix or something like that. Uh, but that's about as far away as you can go, you know, Northern California, that kind of thing. And in somebody just sent me a picture in Portland, there are these two sign painters uh, who visited San Francisco, ate its its and got obsessed with them. 
and started mail ordering them by the crate. <laughs> and then they just, their sign painting business is now a sign painting business slash it's it concession. <laughs> Where if you just go to their sign p- painting store and like knock on the door, you can buy an it's it out of their like freezer. Uh, so they have to sell them at a markup for, you know, $5 or whatever. <laughs> but they just have a sign outside their sign that says it's it's with an arrow. And you just, and they're getting like lots of press in Portland. Wow. Because they're bootleg. It's basically like Burt Reynolds from uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, only with frozen treats i love when people do like pirated things like that like we had for a while up here in vancouver we had this guy would go down to like bellingham i think yeah to trader joe's and buy just so much trader joe's stuff and then he had a storefront up here and it was called pirate joe's um and then they eventually sued him into oblivion uh it's amazing how long it lasted it lasted like a decade yes it was a long time and he and it wasn't like a quiet storefront where you'd be like, Oh, you got to knock on this door and then go. It was go clearly in. trying to be it a was Trader on. Jones. Well, and not only that, it was on one of the main like shopping streets in Vancouver. It was on fourth <laughs> Avenue yeah. in Vancouver. It was, yeah. Like it wasn't some tucked in whole, like, and I, you know, well, whisper, Oh, you can get Trader Joe's stuff. It yeah. was like right there. Yeah. And when it shut down, it was on the, the front page of the paper and he, 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 he was so smart. He's such a good PR guy because the, the photo he took, he took the, the P off the sign and then he was standing in front of it with his arms crossed looking angry. So it said, I rate Joe's. Wow. It's genius. I, I, it has since still, it's still shut down, I believe. Oh yeah. But, it's uh, shut down. It was great for a while there. Yeah. Um, my number one, uh, you guys mentioned the SpongeBob Ninja Turtle. I'm going to go with the Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Similar, mm-hmm. similar deal. Yeah. I forget what the flavor was exactly, but it had probably the, like a cherry type. I think so. It had the gumball eyes though. That the gumball eyes was the big selling point. Yep. Um, and it also felt like a pretty big, it felt like a substantial amount of, of ice cream because yep. it was a big circle or like oval, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it, it looked pretty cool too. You know, it wasn't, I feel like the SpongeBob one always looked a little off, but For I think sure. with the Spider-Man yeah. one, he has the bigger kind of eye patches. So it was easier to kind of get the gumballs in there and, it was it was nice. It was a it was a good time. It's a good choice. Yeah, I will say, Jesse, I looked up the it's it's and um, yeah, that that those would be so far up my alley if I had those <laughs> that would they would be gone very very quickly. You can only ship them in the U.S., so I might have to get them shipped to a border town nearby me and go pick them up. <laughs> <clears throat> we live about half an hour from the U.S. Canada border, so I have a I have a PO box just over the border in Point Roberts. So I might have to get some it's it's, uh, yeah. shipped over there. Yeah, they look I incredible. Love it. Um, okay, my number one, and this is a similar vein. I think there's something about putting gum in ice cream when we were younger that just really hit home. Uh, Are mine we is get to the end of this. Nobody picks Rocket Pop or Bomb Pop or no. Twin Pop. Well, mine was kind. <clears throat> the Cyclone was was close, okay. close, the to Canadian that. equivalent. But yeah, no, I mean, I just have to go with what I did at the ice cream truck. And uh, I used to get it all the time. It was the chocolate baseball glove. And I think the pop was called like batter up or something oh, like that. I don't that. know if I've heard of this. Uh, let me see what the actual name of it was. But it was a, uh, oh, it's, <laughs> it was called bubble play. Like double oh, that's play. Fun. That's fun. Um, and it was a, yeah. So it was uh, like um, similar to a fudgesicle. Sure. So it was like a chocolate fudge ice cream pop in the shape of a baseball glove. Okay. And then you remember when we were younger, they had those gumballs that looked like baseballs. And then they oh, would yes. say like home run or yes, single yes, or yes. double on them. 
Um, it had one it, of those. It had in the glove. one of those in the center of the glove, kind of looked like the Milwaukee Brewers logo. It's the closest um, I can find. And uh, yeah, so it doesn't look like that. So now the version they have, it says it's cherry ice with a bubblegum baseball. Uh, but when I was a kid, it was a, it was a chocolate. So it was like a, it looked like a baseball glove, like a brown Bubble baseball play glove. Is a great name. Great. I'm looking name, at yeah. I'm looking at the cherry ice one here. Yeah. And I got to say, as great as bubble play looks here on the Good Humor website, underneath it, they have some suggested things you might like. And there's one just called Fat Frog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see that, too. Fat Frog. And it's oh, just yeah. a fat frog. That's literally it. This oh, is I what like- it says. This is what it says. <laughs> Nobody wants a frog in their throat. But back in the day, ice cream truck fans loved getting their hands on one very special and fruity frog tra- frog-shaped treat. <laughs> oh, so they don't make this anymore. This apparently is no longer. Yeah. yeah, apparently this is. Yeah. Oh, you could but you can request this item. I feel like if 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 we all request this right now and they get all these requests at the same time, it might work. Could work. We could bring back Fat Frog, yeah. Bring back Fat Frog, yeah. That's good. Fat Frog back. (laughs) That was a good top three. That was a great top three. I mean, really, it It helped knowing it in advance. I think I was, I was like all the thing I liked, all the things I like. Yeah, nostalgia and ice cream and frogs and frogs, fat, especially if they're fat. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the show. Absolute pleasure to have you. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Well, the show that I do that's closest to this show that people might enjoy is probably Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, so go into your podcast apps and search for Jordan Jesse Go. Where Jordan is a very accomplished comedy writer uh, here in the United States, and uh, we're friends since college, and we've been doing that show since uh, 2017, I believe. Um, sorry, 2007. Uh, so 15, <laughs> 15 years we've been doing that show, and uh, uh, it's it's gotten to the point where I would say it's one of the most successful podcasts in the world that has truly no reason to exist just truly (laughs) nothing to recommend it no content no active just actively yeah just go there and and look through and find find a find a comedy person um who you're familiar with on the list of past guests vancouverite graham clark was on very recently for example i was going to suggest that he's a past guest of our show as well yeah, a real a, a real a real fave of mine. Uh, yeah, uh, Alicia Tobin's been on the show. A lot of Vancouverites have been on our program for whatever reason. But yeah, go back and listen to Paul F. Tompkins on the show. Um, he stopped coming on the show when I emailed him. <laughs> <laughs> him and Meryl Marco get together for coffee a couple times a, a couple a couple times a year and talk. You about can it. go listen to that Meryl Marco episode. That was a long time ago. We probably. <laughs> said a bad word that we shouldn't have said or something, but um, <laughs> yeah, go listen to, go listen to Jordan Jesse go. I'm for all my self-deprecation. I think it's a really fun, uh, funny show and really a lot of people love it. So um, go listen to that bullshit. There you go. Excellent. Check it out. Jordan Jesse go. You can follow Jesse on Twitter at Jesse Thorne. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And again, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. And if you like the show, tell a friend, we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.